Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello and welcome into Brewcast from Mesa Brew on the SB Nation Podcast Network. Here with you on Tuesday night, July 12th, as we head into Wednesday, July 13th. Looking forward to it. Good to be back here. Uh, Just... Got a little time away here, got away for the summer uh, a little bit for about a week, and so we've been off the last couple of weeks, but uh, feels good to be back. Scotty White, what's going on, man? How you doing here today? I'm doing pretty well, yeah. Another, uh, I think I had one uh, one podcast back after my class and took another little break, um, so excited to be back here again, and just a, just a couple more months, and then we're, we're back into football season, uh, so I'm excited to get back into a, a consistent consistent showing here uh, but yeah i'm doing well i'm excited to chat today yeah i can't believe camp is already next month man we're gonna have we're gonna have literal football next month it is unbelievable man this it is the last couple of happy. weeks oh it's unbelievable i mean even just even just from an nfl standpoint the hall of fame game is like three weeks away it's unreal yeah I cannot wait to watch football. I know. It's it's almost here. I'm trying not to wish my summer away. I'm trying to enjoy each and every day. But once right. football, you know, gets relatively close, I, I just start getting excited, man. I can't help it. Especially yeah. we, we've got the we've got the college football preview magazines coming out. Bill Connolly is releasing his uh, previews, released the Big Ten East preview here today a little bit with his SP plus rankings and going through some things and I was just I was just getting amped for it, man. I even watched I, I watched the uh, went and watched the uh, the two percent to number two video, you know that oh, YouTube video man. that chronicles the the whole season, man. Oh, I love that video. I went and watched it today because I don't know. I, I just got excited read, reading Bill Connolly's article, and I was like, I got to go watch that again and get pumped up here, man. Yeah, I mean, 
like you said, trying to enjoy the summer, but it's just such a good silver lining that, you know, when summer comes to an end, at least there's football. Um, and that just, it, it makes it all worth it. And yeah, I, I watch that video all the time, dude. It's the best. Yeah, absolutely, man. So I'm, I'm getting excited for it. Uh, we are going to talk a, a little summer league here. We, we, we had the kind of two week break right around the NBA draft. We haven't gotten a chance uh, to talk about that a little bit. So we're, we're going to get into that. We're going to talk a little bit about Caleb and Musa and, and kind of looking at how they're doing uh, throughout Summer League. Uh, but before we do that, Scotty, uh, we, we got something here that we, we've got a really cool opportunity for our favorite Maze and Brew listeners. And I am very excited about this because I'll tell you what, Scotty, um, I so we went out to camp. I, I told you that I didn't really get away. I didn't take a full vacation. Just we, we got a camp on a lake around here, and we just went and stayed out there for a week. Well, being the idiot that I am, I left some personal belongings, you know, unfortunately out at camp. One of those happens to be uh, my razor, and uh, so I'm I'm a little bit scruffy right now, yeah. and uh, I'm very excited about us here at Brewcast and Maze and Brew uh, partnering up with Manscaped, who's the Best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. You can join over 5 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. Our Brewcast listeners, 20% off and free worldwide shipping. All you have to do when you place your order is insert the code M. NB20. It's that easy. MNB20. That is your code for 20% off the performance package 4.0. It's a game changer. You'll find the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, the crop preserver ball deodorant, the crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all of the goodies as well. So get your manscaped package performance package 4.0 here today 20 percent off and free worldwide shipping your code mnb20 well scotty we uh got to talk a little summer league here well really nba draft uh as well because we we haven't had a chance uh to to revisit this at all and uh since the draft happened here on the show and i don't know it 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 shook out a, a little bit differently like Caleb you said we thought going in right uh, the the reason he didn't participate in um the NBA combine Scotty was that we thought that Caleb Houston was going to get he had a promise to get picked in the first round uh, yeah. ultimately that didn't happen he dropped to number 32 but uh the Michigan Magic they continued to to turn out the Wolverines players you know joining Franz and Xavier Simpson and Mo and uh, a whole bunch of Wolverines uh down in Central Florida there Caleb Houston get picked number 32 overall did it surprise you at all that he fell into the top of the second round like he still got guaranteed money uh he, he still got a good contract even though he, he did drop into the second round here it's a good landing spot for him I do believe partnered up with the number one overall pick in Paolo Bancaro so uh, I mean worked out we'll get in his performances three games into the summer league here as we record this one here tonight but uh were you surprised that he did fall into the top of the second round did you expect to go him in the first what were your thoughts on that yeah I was a little surprised um I think when everything started um and he was and he was going to um you know test the waters I was expecting a second round pick um but like you said when we saw that he didn't 
participate. We were kind of thinking he was going to be a first round pick and that's why he wasn't doing that. Um, so because of that, it surprised me. Um, but what really surprised me going into the draft just was, was that Caleb Houston was, was a higher pick than, um, than Musa Diabate, um, who went 43rd to the Clippers. Um, but just the, the athleticism and the size of, of Musa and performance last year, um, that surprised me a little bit. Um, but yeah, like you said, I mean, it, it worked out well for Caleb um, down there with the, with the Michigan Magic. You got to start calling him now um, <laughs> with all the, all the Wolverines on that squad. Um, and like you said, with Paulo. So good to see him uh, teaming up with some former Wolverines. Um, and yeah, he's, he's gotten off to a great start. Um, so that's, that's also great. To see. So you, you mentioned Musa and I I'm with you. I actually thought Musa was going to get picked a little bit higher given his just remarkable testing that he had, uh, at yeah. the NBA combine though, my confidence in that started to waver as it got close to closer to the drafts. And it did sound like there was a lot of movement for him, but this is kind of a, uh, almost a shift in kind of NBA draft logic that we've seen now the the last couple of years. Because you remember, you go back probably, I don't know, seven, eight years now, somewhere in that range, and a lot of teams in the lottery, they were, they were taking a lot of project guys, right? Like guys that were a little bit raw coming out, but who were uber athletes because the game is so athletic that it was it was almost like, you know, the, the thought process was, Look, we're we're going to go ahead and attempt to teach basketball skill to athletic guys because at the end of the day you can't teach athleticism to the skilled guys. So that was kind of the thinking for a long time in the lottery in the NBA and it did produce a lot of misses for lottery teams, set franchises back here and there, but I you know, I thought maybe with how athletic Musa was, he showed flashes at Michigan last year, thought maybe he could be, you know, not only a first rounder, maybe even a potential lottery pick, but ultimately uh the the philosophy has changed from that a little bit, didn't show enough, he still is super raw and you know, the Clippers can kind of afford to take him at number 43 there, uh an athletic guy, a two-way player, he's going to go get you some rebounds uh potentially in the regular season if he, you know, sp- maybe spend some time in the G League hone the game a little bit um but but it is a shift in philosophy that we've seen in the nba yeah it definitely is um but yeah i mean it it kind of worked out well um for musa too i mean getting to go to los angeles obviously that's a, a destination spot um but yeah i mean we've kind of seen these things um i mean it just shows the michigan players just seem to be ready for the NBA when a lot of people, I mean, it, it, it happened again this year where everybody, uh, there were a lot of people that didn't think that Musa or Caleb Houston were, were ready to go to the NBA draft. Um, and we've seen it before with guys like Jordan Poole. Um, and obviously it's been what, two, three games for, for Caleb Houston. Um, but, but getting into his performance so far in the summer league, it's been extremely impressive. Um, and, obviously just just goes to show you that the people on Twitter usually just don't know what they're talking about. Well, I will say this. Uh, Orlando fans watching the Summer League, they've gotten the full Caleb Houston ex- experience uh, up to this point because he set the world on fire in his first game. Went 7-12 to from the field, went 5-9 of from deep, actually led Orlando in scoring in that first game 20 20- points to go along with six rebounds on 58% shooting from the field, almost 56% from three. And it's like, oh my God, this guy 
second round steal. Yeah. Then you get then you get into the second game. Mm-hmm. All right, you know, a, a little colder. He still had eight points and six rebounds. Uh, he shot just three of ten from the field, uh, two for seven from deep. Like, okay, you know, uh, still played some defense, grabbed some rebounds, just kind of an off-shooting night. And then by the third game, uh, Caleb Houston in 29 minutes had four points on two of ten shooting from the field and 0 of six from three. And that pretty much, those three games really kind of encapsulate what Caleb Houston was his freshman year in Ann Arbor. He showed flashes of brilliance, some huge games, and then he gets some good looks, but he just, he doesn't have that consistency yet. Right. And, and that, like, I mean, we talked about it a million times, dude. I mean, every single week on Brewcast about consistency. Um, and that's definitely going to be the biggest thing with him. And I think probably with Musa too. Um, but I will say, obviously, it's great to see that he came in in that first game. Um, he had his confidence, um, and he still is showing that ability. I mean, he's shown, like, like, like for Michigan, he showed that ability to be the guy so many times. Um, and it, But it, like you said, it, it's just going to come down to the consistency for him. Um, I mean, he knows he can do it. We all know he can do it. We saw it in the first game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's just got to find that get the level head and, and, and put up those consistent, consistent performances every day. Um, because yeah, I mean, those 20 point performances are great, but then when you come out and have the no points, um, it just, it just can't really happen, you know? Yeah, for sure. And you know what? I think he can carve out a pretty good role, uh, here in this first year. Um, if he's able to, to play defense, rebound a little bit, you know, maybe be a bit of a three and D guy in his first year. You know, because the all-around game just isn't quite there yet, and you've got time to develop that. Well, it's interesting to see what Orlando is going to do. It's such a young team, man. Um, you know, are are they gonna are are they gonna have them spend a little time in the G League, start try to gain a little consistency here, or could they use them? Because look, I, I mean, outside of that third game. You know, he's he's shown an ability to rebound the basketball at a pretty good yeah. level. You know, six rebounds uh, in both of those first two summer league games. But then he only had one in the third, and that's that's another thing. Sometimes, I don't know, it, sometimes he just disappeared for Michigan here this year. And, and you know, you, you can't see that at the, the next level, really, especially in your third game in the summer league, kind of like what he did. 29 <laughs> minutes to have four points, just one rebound. One foul, just no real aggressiveness. He did take 10 shots. That's got to be, you know, that counts for something. Obviously, he wasn't scared to keep shooting it, even though he was missing it. And I'm sure Orlando absolutely wants to see that. You can't be scared to shoot when you start getting down a little bit. But when that shot's not falling, you got to be able to do some some of the other little things, you know, to help your team win as well. Definitely. Um, and yeah, I think that that is going to help him this year. Because, um, I mean, going into, I mean, what was he in his class like? the eighth overall prospect or something crazy. Like he was a very highly touted recruit and, and, you know, Michigan fans are expecting the world out of him. Um, like he, he's supposed to, you know, kind of be the guy. Um, but, you know, I, he's not going to be in that kind of role with the magic, you know, rookie season NBA. Um, so I think kind of having a smaller role, um, not really having a lot of, pressure on his shoulders to, you know, go out and have those huge performances that Michigan needed from him sometimes. Um, I think that that, that could definitely help him. Um, and, and he definitely could fit into, into a smaller role in his first year this year. Yeah. These summer leagues, man, too. It, it, it's weird. Orlando. So Orlando's played three games, uh, 
Musa and the Clippers, they've only played one. They actually play the Lakers here tonight. Uh, as we're recording this, that game's going to be starting up here in a couple hours, so we're not going to know how he does in, in game number two until tomorrow morning uh, or tonight if you're watching the game. But uh, Musa, he showed tremendous motor in that first game. And if there's one thing that you are ne- you could never knock Musa for when he was with the Maze and Blue uh, and here through game one of the Summer League, man, is dude's got an outstanding motor. It's, it really oh, yeah. is. He, he doesn't stop, and he plays with passion. He had 10.7 rebounds, but the thing that sticks out to me, even more so than him you know, going three for four from the field and, and being very efficient, was the fact that he attempted nine free throws in that game. Now, he only made four of them, and that, there's some improvement to be made being able to okay. shoot at the stripe, but to, to get nine free throws, to, to continue in, in 22 minutes, just keep going, keep attacking, being aggressive, grabbing rebounds, Six offensive rebounds in that game for Musa. Dude just doesn't stop. He's relentless, and that's how you that's how you get a roster spot as a second round pick in the NBA. and And that's why I think Musa's ceiling is through the roof with his athleticism and his motor. He's super raw, but man, his ceiling he could be a fantastic NBA player. I really, really believe that. Oh, definitely. And that's that's kind of why I was expecting him at first to go a little higher than Caleb is just like the size and athleticism of Musa and the speed is just so rare to see. Um, and yeah, I mean, he, I mean, we saw that at Michigan, dude, he, he doesn't stop. Um, it seems like he just never runs out of energy. Um, and I mean, that's exactly what you want to see um, from an NBA player, especially like you get into some of those regular season games and, you know, it's not, it sometimes doesn't seem like it's as intense as it gets in college, you know? Right. Um, you know, you'll see some guys kind of take some possessions off on defense. Moose is not going to, Moose is not going to be a guy like that. He, he doesn't stop. Um, and definitely, definitely some improvements to be made on the free throw line. But like you said, the fact that he's getting there um, and that's because he's always, he's always down low grinding and he picks up those fouls. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. So it's, it's going to be interesting. I, I'm excited to see if those two guys do earn roster spots uh, on the NBA level, if they're going to spend some time in the G League, which again, we've talked about this. That's that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's not the kiss right. of death that it used to be, man. I think both of those guys could could definitely use that, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, Jordan Poole started off some time in the G League and yep. look what it is now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, also, just just real quick, looking at you know going through the stats here today and, and kind of looking at how some guys are doing. Man, awesome to see a guy like Shondi Brown uh, kind of light it up a little bit here uh, in the summer league, averaging fourteen and a half points per game uh, through two games. Uh, love to see Shondi. You know, a guy like that is really, I, I believe, what Michigan was missing the most last year. Just a, a guy to you know to lift you up off the bench to be able to hit some threes and play lockdown defense and just play with a, a ton of passion, you know, and, and again, I think Musa had that, but to be able to come off the bench and, and do that the way Shandy was able to last year, give you just something extra, that extra gear, man. It, it, it's just something that really that Michigan team, you know, as talented as they were, uh, really were missing a year ago. Yeah. He was a super important piece um, to that, to that squad that went to the elite eight. Um, and, and a big part of it was his consistency. I mean, he did yeah. not have very many games where he was coming out and shooting cold. 
I mean, if you put that dude in the corner and he shot a three, I swear it went down every time. <laughs> every time, I've never man. been more confident watching someone shoot a three than Sean D. Brown in the corner. Bro, you could you could pretty much do the Steph Curry start running around the other way, putting your you yeah. know your hand up with the the number three because that thing was going down. It it yeah. just was, you know, it just fits so perfectly. Yeah, he's definitely been one of my one of my favorite Michigan players to watch. Um, his his passion out there too was awesome. I remember that big dunk against Wisconsin. I mean, that was just a really fun year. Yeah, um, it really was. Uh, but I, I also am loving to see going on Twitter and and I'm always seeing some videos of Xavier Simpson and that hook shot. Oh there. my god, it's uh, it's amazing, away. and I love it, dude. He's with he's with Orlando too, man. I, yeah. I hope he can find himself a little roster spot. That would if him and Caleb both. Make the NBA roster for Wolverines on one team, man. Orlando would be my number two team in the NBA, no question about it. Oh, one hundred percent, dude. I mean, Xavier is so fun to watch because I mean, obviously he's he's a small guy. He doesn't have the size advantage. So what does he do? He adapts, and he like I mean, no one could he, like the video I saw yesterday. He put it up over Chet Holmgren. I mean, that, like that's what you got. No one can defend that. If no, if you get it down, even an alien like Chet. Yeah. So yeah, uh, really been. Fun to watch the summer league, you know. Um, you, you watching the former Wolverines, Isaiah Livers as well, uh, Xavier Simpson, like you mentioned, Caleb Musa, Shandy. Um, it, it's really cool to see, you know, the NBA, you know, littered with uh, Michigan talent. Excited for the basketball team here this year, even though uh, probably n- not as much momentum going into this year as there was a year ago when we were talking. Man, th- I, there's probably only like three or four teams that you could say are actually better than Michigan, you know, from, from the preseason perspective. Turned out to be a bit of a cold take on that one, but, uh, you know. Yeah. It happens. It does. It does. Uh, also, real quick, I uh, want to talk a little bit about Michigan hiring a new head coach for the baseball program. The search is over as they have hired uh, Tracy Smith, former Indiana and Arizona State coach. Uh, Tracy Smith to take over the program here. Um, and obviously, you know, the, the fact that he did have some uh, quite a bit of success at Indiana uh, as he led the Hoosiers to the NCAA tournament three times. Uh, their only college World Series berth in 2013, I believe that was uh, Kyle Schwarber uh, when, when he played on that team, uh, then went to Arizona State uh, following the 2014 season. But his ability to recruit the Midwest has to be had to have been a, a huge selling point for him to take over this Michigan gig. Yeah, definitely. Um you know, we, we talked about the, the baseball search. Um, obviously, for us, a little disappointed they didn't go after uh, the Central Michigan coach. Um, but Tracy Smith is a, a former National Coach of the Year candidate. I mean, it's still a good hire. Um, so at the end of the day, I'm still happy with it. Yeah, and we'll, we'll see how it plays out. He's It's not exactly going to have the, the cupboard empty for him, you know, as he takes over. So... Uh, a lot to work with here in Ann Arbor. Hopefully he can re- rekindle some of that. Obviously sucks to see uh, Eric Bakic go. Um, I'm really hoping it works out, and, and I really hope, you know, uh, Jordan Bichel doesn't sound like he's going to be going anywhere here this year, but, man, another Big Ten sc- team scoops him up. I- I'm going to be feeling really, really bad about it. But I, you know what? I- I'm happy staying at Central Michigan for another year. You know, my, my Chippewa pride on that one. I mean, it's been really fun to see th- those guys do well. Definitely, yeah. But man, like you said, if he goes to a, went to Ohio State or something like that, and then 
turns their program around, I mean, that that's going to be very tough to watch. That would if be that, if that, that were would, to happen. That would be horribly, horribly sad, Scotty White. Yeah. Um, let's hope. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, it's been a fun time back, man. Uh, you know, just in, been enjoying the the summer league a little bit, starting to get ramped up for football. We'll we'll start ramping up for football here in the the next couple of weeks, I think, as we head towards camp. But uh, oh, I'm glad we we got something to talk about. You know, with the summer league and the Wolverines doing well in that so we're not uh you know filling the time with anything ridiculous here uh every week on brewcast man so it was, it was it was a good talk here and uh you know maybe recap the summer league when it's all over as well take a look back at how all the wolverines did uh in the next couple of weeks here uh as well but good being back with you scotty yeah definitely man always fun to, to talk some basketball just honestly any sports talk to, to i love mlb but but any sports talk to get me through this this michigan football and basketball hiatus i always love it yeah absolutely man where can we find you on social media scotty white you guys can give me a follow on twitter at scotty white underscore um currently doing these brewcast shows with luke and posting some football stories on there as well so you can give me a follow there Absolutely. You can find me on Twitter at Luke Yardy, L-U-K-E-G-H-I-A-R-D-I. Make sure to follow the Maze and Brew Twitter page and Facebook page at Maze and Brew. Subscribe, rate, and leave a review for all of our podcasts. We appreciate the feedback. We appreciate your support uh, as well. So that'll do it for us here on Brewcast this week. For my partner, Scotty White, I'm Luke Yardy, and we'll see you next week.